It was five minutes past nine when a tall, gray-templed man entered the office of Police Commissioner Foster. His card, bearing the inscription, James Hunting, Division of Criminal Investigation, Department of Justice, gained him immediate entrance to the Commissioner's private office. But that card was false, and the face of James Hunting was false, for the face of James Hunting was but one of the thousand faces of Secret Agent X. Secret Agent X had just returned from Washington, where he had been closely closeted with a high official whose true identity was hidden behind the alias of K-9. K-9 was the man who sanctioned the mysterious and sometimes greatly misunderstood activities of Agent X. The alarming increase of counterfeiting had been the subject of their discussion. Commissioner Foster regarded X unsmilingly. The commissioner was justly proud of the police force of his city that government officials should have to step in, even in case of a federal offense such as counterfeiting, was a source of annoyance to him. X knew the chances he took in confronting Foster, but the police, unable to understand the unorthodox methods of secret agent X, thought him to be some arch-criminal. X had often been called upon to trick Foster in his lone battle against crime, and upon one occasion had narrowly escaped detection. However, If there was any apprehension in Secret Agent X's mind on entering the office of the police commissioner, his marvelous control of facial muscles prevented him from showing it. The grim lips that were James Hunting's smiled as he said, "'Good morning, Commissioner. I have a matter of gravest importance to discuss with you. My name is Hunting.' Foster's brusque nod interrupted the secret agent. "'I've seen your card.' Now let me examine your credentials, if you please. He extended his hand across the desk. X was prepared for this. In his private files he kept proper credentials for many of the disguises which he was forced to assume. He took a pass case from the inner pocket of his coat, removed a folded and official-looking document, and handed it to Foster. Then, while the commissioner was looking at the document, X dropped into a chair across the desk from Foster. The commissioner handed back the papers— "'Everything seems to be in order, Mr. Hunting,' he said, his tone a little more cordial. "'I do not envy you your assignment. You may rest assured that you will have every cooperation from the police. But just what do you purpose to do that has not been done before?' First, replied the secret agent, "'let me ask you a question. Is there any doubt in your mind as to who is responsible for such perfect replicas as these counterfeit bills?' Foster gnawed his lip. "'None whatever,' he said quietly. "'A German engraver by the name of Joseph Fronberg, the most skillful man in his profession who ever lived.' "'And Fronberg?' the agent persisted. Foster looked uncomfortable. "'You know as well as I do, Mr. Hunting, that Fronberg is dead. So far as we know, he committed suicide to escape capture.' X nodded. His clothes were lying on a riverfront wharf. Later, an unidentified body was pulled from the water. It was consequently presumed that Fronberg was dead. Well, suppose he is. Has it occurred to you that before his death he might have produced the plates, now used in printing counterfeit money, and hidden them before his gang was captured? You remember that, though the gang was wiped out, the plates were never found. But someone has found them and is using them today. Foster nodded. Proceed. 
Naturally, we must eventually find the gang responsible for this flow of spurious currency. But until such a time comes, and we have learned sufficient about the activities of a criminal organization, that I am convinced is as powerful as it is efficient, I propose that all the banks in the city be closed pending the examination of every greenback in their vaults. Foster, overcome by surprise, sprang to his feet. You can't believe that the banks are the source of this counterfeit money. Absurd. X checked Foster with a wave of his hand. Not the source, but certainly some banks have served as distribution points. Do you recall that a certain well-known bank was entered not a long time ago? So skillfully was this entrance managed that no one was the wiser until it was found all the money on hand was merely worthless.